Good evening tonight, amen. We thank everybody for tuning in to Sunday Night Explosion on tonight, amen. Just bear with me one second, amen. I want to make sure the volume is being adjusted properly, amen, on today, amen. Just bear with me one second. Everybody can hear me on the call, amen. Amen. Amen on tonight, amen. We thank everybody for tuning in on tonight, amen, for calling the ELR Prophetic Shift on Tonight, amen. And uh, we're going to go ahead and get started. But why, well, before we get started, amen, we want to uh, produce, we're going to do a uh, scripture, scripture, amen. And uh, following the scripture, we're going to have uh, Prophet Holman lead us in prayer tonight. Amen. Lead us in prayer tonight. We're going to help me out with the scripture. And um, tonight, amen, on tonight, and everybody will be able to, to work together, amen, on tonight. So we just give God glory. For, for what he is getting ready to do. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. You want to read the scripture then? The scripture before he starts praying? Okay. All right. We're going to have Prophet Haman tonight. Amen. Read the scripture before we go into prayer. And then we'll have Joshua pray tonight. Yes, sir. Amen. Tonight. The one who lives under the protection of the Most High dwells in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortune, my God in whom I trust, he himself will deliver you from the hunter's neck, from the destructive plague. He will cover you with his feathers. You will take refuge under his wings. His faithfulness will be a protective shield. You will not fear the terror of the night, the arrow that flies by day, the plague that stalks in darkness, or the pestilence that ravages at noon. Though a thousand fall at your side, and a ten thousand at your right hand, the pestilence will not reach you. You will only see it with your eyes and witness the punishment of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord my refuge, the most high, your dwelling place. No harm will come to you. No plague will come near your tent. For he will give his angels orders concerning you. To protect, to protect you in all your ways, they will support you with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the young lion and the serpent because he is lovingly devoted to me. I will deliver him. I will exalt him because he knows my name. When he calls out to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in honor. I will satisfy him with a long life and show him my salvation. Psalms 91. Amen. We thank you for the reading of the word. Amen. We're going to have our youth leader. Amen, Joshua. Amen. Lead us in prayer on tonight. Amen. God bless you. Father God, I just want to thank you for this present day and for this desert this day. Even though we're going through troubles, troubles like money problems, money problems, food problems, and even with this coronavirus, thank you, all God, for protecting us with your feathers. Even though we have.
have to go through obstacles. We have to keep on pushing forward, no matter the trouble, protect our family and friends, even the people out there with no home or money. It don't matter. Please protect them with, uh, with my life and even with, with everyone out there. Thank you, Father God. And people, for those who are listening, take care of your families and friends. Even though we can spread the word to everybody, spread God's word. It don't matter if you're going through problems, even we're anywhere in the world. We can spread his word, encourage others. It don't matter. Spread God's word and help others see what God sees. Amen. Amen. We thank God on tonight. Amen. As we tune in on tonight. Amen. Um, on tonight. Amen. Talking about, we're going to be talking about scriptures on tonight. Jesus paid it all. Amen. I'm going to tell you, Jesus had paid an awesome price. Amen. And the price that an average person wouldn't be considered to have because there's certain components, amen, that was uh, constructed even from him. Amen. During the time, amen, of the crucifixion, amen. But yet, during this time, if you notice, amen, we're in the midst of getting ready to go into Passover. Amen. And Good Friday is getting ready to come up, um, guys, next week. So a lot of you, if you notice, a lot of these things are transpiring during uh, Passover, amen, in the season, the plague. Remember the plague in, the, in, um, in the book of Exodus, during the plague, all of these things transpired during Passover, amen. So I'm just going to put a little bug in your ear, amen, that this is like history repeating itself, all right? It's not to that extent. But it can, it, it's, uh, it's, it's there to that, that monstrosity is real catastrophic. So in the midst of that, we just have to just trust him right now and hold on to his faith right now in this season. But he have already paid it, uh, to the cross. He already paid our sins to the cross. He already paid our burdens to the cross. He paid everything. This, you know, we have, a the man of God himself, the son of man, he was the one that was sinless. Amen. Sinless? Sinless. So, it's very rare that you have someone that's sinless because he didn't even understand what this was coming from. He didn't experience those things like for the burdens that was coming uh, towards his way. Everything that he touched someone, he can feel their burden. Everyone that he can stand behind, he can feel their burden. Even the pain that the individual was feeling. Remember with the woman with the issue of blood. Amen. The woman with the issue of blood. Amen. And he turned around and said, who touched? Who touched it? Who touched? So he knew that from the minute of point of contact, this woman touched the hem of his garment, amen, and he didn't even, and no one else didn't recognize it, but she was crawling through the touch, so he paid it all. He paid everything, everything, our suffering, our pain and everything. So, you know, the thing is, the question is why, if that's the truth that he paid the price for us, he paid the price, he laid down his life for us, why are we still going through what we're going through? Amen. Well, Amen. In reference to that, amen, a lot of us don't understand what it meant of the blood. Amen. And, and remember when we re- remember when we refer to the blood, amen, the first thing we refer to the blood is the Last Supper. Amen. When we refer to the blood of the Lamb. He is the true blood of the Lamb. So on tonight, amen, we're going to turn to the first scripture, amen, tonight, amen. I'm going to have some, we have some scriptures tonight. Amen. And we're going to go ahead and turn into the word of God on tonight. 
Amen. If y'all can grab your Bibles, amen, and turn to the book of Romans, amen, chapter 6 on tonight, amen, chapter 6 and verse 23, amen, verse 23, amen, on tonight. And when everybody has that word, um, say amen. Once you get the, once you get the, uh, the Bible, amen. All right. On tonight, amen. All right, this, do you have a chat? Cha- you have it already? Amen, amen, amen. All right, amen. Amen, prophet, you go ahead and read that scripture for me out loud, please. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life mm-hmm. through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. He said the wages of sin is death. Amen. But the gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ uh, is our Lord. So in other words, he's saying the only way that you can get to the Father is through me. That's the only way we can get to him. The only way we can get to God. Amen. Abba Father. Amen. The Almighty, the All-Knowing, the All-Present. Amen. The All-Hearing. Amen. All-Coherent. Amen. God, the only way we can get through him, get to get through him, we have to go through Christ. Christ is the is the bridge, is the bridge gap to us to get in order to get to God Himself. Amen. And the thing is what what the thing is, a lot of times, a lot of you can hear if you if you hear as people, oh I believe in God, I believe in God, but they don't believe in who Jesus is. They don't accept Jesus as their personal savior, but yet they believe in God. But then the scripture just says the only way you can get through uh, another scripture says the only way you can get to God is to get through me. How are you going to get to me, get to, to, to God himself, my father, you can't even accept me for who I am because I'm part of him, all right? And it says, uh, the, remember, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, they all are one in, in unity, which trio means three, amen? And each one of them have a different type of personality, amen? They have a different type of personality. So because of that, being prepared before even the death, amen, of Jesus, amen, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit was already in position to grieve, amen, in the midst of that before, amen, the death of Christ, the physical death of Christ, amen. So he said the only way that you will have, you will have eternal life, but you, the gift of eternal life or a second chance, amen, is through Jesus Christ, amen. So that is the bridge keeper. The bridge keeper is the one, or we call it the gatekeeper, but they said the bridge keeper is the one, the only way that we can connect to God. So we can't say, a lot of people say, oh, I believe in God. I, I'm a very spiritual. I believe in God. I, 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 I have a relationship with God, but do you have a relationship with Jesus? Have you, have you, uh, uh died? I mean, have you died to the flesh? Have, have you got a chance to reconcile your life back to Him? So if God would take us home today, amen, we would be, be able to go home with our Father, amen, because He did, He gave Christ the, the permanent assignment to prepare, prepare mansions for us. Amen. Places for us to go. Places in position. But each person, individual that they have, he's already prepared, prepared something specific for each and every one of us because he knew, God knew how he created us. Amen. We got to also realize that God, amen, God, amen, Jesus is the incarnation, right, incarnation of God, which means the physical part of God. Amen. So when you look at when you see Jesus, you see who God is. 
through the Son. Amen. And the same thing with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the incarnation of Christ. Amen. Through the Spirit, but it's still connected to God. So that lets you know that the Holy Ghost, amen, is not a, uh, uh, just a force. Amen. People feel it's an invisible force. It's not an invisible force. It's a spirit that has a personality. Amen. That's connected to God. Amen. On that, on that scripture. Amen. So we have another scripture on tonight, amen. What's the second scripture? Romans 3 and 25. Okay, everybody turn to Romans 3 and 25 on tonight. Romans and 3 and 25 on tonight, if y'all can do that for me. Romans and 3 and 25. Mm-hmm. Roman. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, I want y'all to read 23 through 25. All right? Yeah, 23. Romans, um, third chapter, 23rd through 25. You can read all those things. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, mm-hmm. being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. My God. Amen. The redemption okay, in 25. Yes, 25. Okay. Yes. Joshua 25. God presented him as a good through faith in his blood to demonstrate his righteousness. Because in his restraint, God passed over the sins previously committed. Amen. So in other words, guys, if y'all hear what I'm saying, it says that for all, all of us, all of us, all of us. So that means we, as long as we're in this flesh, we all had came short at one point, right? We all had, had, had fell a little short, but he didn't allow us to stay there, all right? And that means human need, that because there was a human need, amen, God had knew because that is considered as a detour. So he knew that at some point, even in the midst of the part that he created us, and in that everyone has experienced a detour in their life. They have experienced a some type of detour. Amen. And so what happened is that God knew what happened. He knew exactly when we were going to make a mistake. He knew when we were going to get there. He knew when we were going to stop. He knew we were going to change our minds. He knew at one point that he was going to come to the altar and give our life to Christ. He didn't know when the time that we, we, we gave our life to Christ and we felt like we didn't, we didn't even feel the presence from him anymore. He knows these things because he designed us that way. And because he designed us that way, it doesn't mean he does not have a solution. Because every problem that is created, God has already created a solution. It's just that we don't see it. Amen. He said all of us had came short. All of us had failed at somewhere. All of us didn't have all our things together at one point. But he said through redemption through Jesus Christ. So without the shedding of the blood, without the Lamb, Amen. The Lamb of Jesus Christ, Amen. We wouldn't be able. To, we would matter of fact, we wouldn't even be standing here today without that. And because this happened so long, so long ago, amen, because remember, we are the descendants of the tribe of Israel, all right? We are the descendants of the tribe of Israel. So because the shedding of the blood, he gave us a second chance. So the generations that come thereafter, 
the, the tribe, the tribe, amen, they were able to do better than the tribe before. They were able to do better than what our parents did before, amen. And, and, and I would think a parent would love their child to succeed past them, amen. They would love that because that, know, that lets you know that you imparted something in them. You imparted something in your loved one, and they're taking that vision and they're running with it, amen, running with it. So he wants us to be able to, through that redemption, he said, through the redemption, amen, that in Jesus Christ, he said, be freely, amen, through grace. Because now, even though they say we are in the grace dispensation, we're actually coming out of the grace dispensation because of all of these are happening, amen, in the midst of the pre-tribulation period. We are right now experiencing right now all these things that are happening, these earthquakes, that normally wouldn't, in certain areas, all of a sudden it's happening, like in South Carolina, for example. What was the earthquake doing in South Carolina? It happened in South Carolina. An earthquake that happened in Georgia, how did that happen? An earthquake, look, in Hawaii, amen, that normally don't happen. The volcano eruption happened, but that normally doesn't happen. These are the signs of the time. And because, guys, these are the signs of the times, amen. God has already already said, you know, I already sent my child, my only begotten son. That's the son that came directly from directly from him. Amen. And if you don't think that he grieved, yes, he grieved. He grieved. Sometimes and, and I can imagine that he, he grieves now because the Holy Spirit is our is our is our comforter. He left behind a comforter. Amen. The spirit of the true living God is left behind a comforter. Amen. To keep us, amen, to correct us, to chastise us. Amen. Even when we feel it some type of way, it does. He left that comforter behind us. And thank God because it was through the redemption. Amen. That redemption means to re-bring or re-bring us back or redeem means to take back. Amen. So what happened, because through the shedding of the blood of Jesus Christ, he had taken back everything that we have done, everything that our forefathers did, everything that, things that was done in the past that had no connection to us, amen, that was a generational curse, he redeemed it through his blood. Amen. He redeemed it through his blood. Amen. He said, whom God has set forth appropriation through faith in his blood, his blood. So we have to understand the the, the, the blood. See, if, if you really think about it, amen, you really think about the blood, there's something significant about the blood. And we was watching, you know, sometimes you be watching watching TV and stuff like that, and at the same time you see something like we saw, what's that movie we saw the other night with the lady with the, um, that was on the, on, at the, the prom, and they threw the pig's blood on top of her. Her name was Carrie White. It's a lady named, a little girl named Carrie White. She was at a prom. And she was really, um, it, it, it was like a total setup for her. It's something that has something to do with the blood. The blood can either do two things. The blood can wash you clean. It can deliver you and set you free. But if there's a blood, the blood that connects you sacrifice, or if that blood is connected to the portal of witchcraft, the blood activates a little different. Amen. And in and, and, and this particular movie, um, this blood was a pink blood. It was a, it was pink blood. And I'm looking at it. Okay, this lady, this lady flipped. This little girl flipped the lid. The prom at the prom. She was at the prom. The minute the blood got on her, her eyes immediately turned black. And I'm looking like this is like a demonic activity going on. But it's something that I'm saying. 
The blood has a lot to do with a lot of things that's taking place right now. And we thank God for the redemption. His blood, Jesus' blood, because if you would have had Jesus' blood, she would have, been, she would have like, ooh, she would have calmed down. But because it was the blood of, of, of an animal, right? And, and what happened at the prom, the whole thing turned upside down. 230 people got killed at this prom, caught on fire. When she walked, she had so much power, and as she was walking through the street, the things with the objects were lifting up off the ground. Amen. And this all comes from just the blood of contact on her body that triggered the, the, the spirit room. Okay? So you look at that. So the blood has power. The blood has power, but the blood of Jesus has the power. Amen. He has the power to kill. He got the power to destroy. He has the power of blood can dismantle. The power of blood can kick somebody butt. The blood, oh my God, the blood of Jesus can heal. Woo! The blood of God can deliver you. Amen. And he can he can reconcile that blood. It's something about the blood. And it talks about the, the, the demonstration. And if you think about Passover, think about it. Passover. In the Bible, and during the biblical time, what do you think they did? They took the cut the lamb's blood and placed the lamb blood on the door. Okay? They placed it on the door during Passover. And the reason why, because when the plague passed over, and when, when God released that plague, those different plagues, that particular plague is when the first, I think the firstborns, all the firstborns were supposed to be killed. So what they did, they put, they placed the blood of the lamb on the door. So when that spirit, and that spirit hovered around killing all the firstborn, the ones that had the blood on the door did not. So there's a significance of the blood. Amen. But this is the physical blood that, that Christ had shed for us. Amen. He paid it all. And it was through salvation, amen. Through that salvation, we're able to be delivered from some things and all things if we accept it, amen. And, and, and the blood has a lot. I'm going to tell you, blood has a lot. You could probably teach on this all night. But, amen, it's something specifically to the blood. Then there was something specific about the water that pierced out of the side of our Savior. There was something there. So that let me know that the water itself represents life. The water represents life. So here it is, the blood coming out, okay, and in the midst of the blood, what else is coming out? Water is coming out at the same time. So here it is, a lamb, a true official lamb. This lamb was pure. He was pure. And then on top of that, that, that he was pure, he was sinless. He was sinless, so we're talking about the blood. He's talking about the blood of the lamb. And then that kills, and it can kill every type of, let me tell you, why do you think that when they do these vaccinations or we do certain things they try to experiment, what do you think? They're taking the stem, the brain stems from uh, of people that have died. That's coming that's from the blood. And it's connected also to the central nervous system. They take that stem, and that's how they end up finding cures, through the blood. Okay? So they haven't mastered the one for sickle cell yet, but I believe it is going to happen. And if it is happening, they're not they're not saying anything because, they, they, like I said, they're trying to make everybody pay for medication and stuff that's on sickle cell. So 
like I said, the blood has a lot of, oh my God, it has a lot, it has a lot to do with it. Amen. And then what's the, what's the other scripture? Mm-hmm. All right, let's turn to the book of Ephesians, guys. Ephesians chapter 1 and 7. All right, when well, y'all grab that for me, amen. Let me know y'all grab it. And uh, Bishop Austin, you can read Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. When you have it, when everybody has it, just let me know. Amen, chapter 1, verse Seven. All right. I'm looking here. Verse seven. Amen. All right. Yes. Yes, sir. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin, according to the riches of his grace. My God. He said, in we in whom we have redemption. We know redemption is through it keeps saying the blood. Redemption, blood, redemption, blood. So that means that during the Passover time, the only way they were able to be redeemed from or to escape from death through the firstborn was to put that blood on the door. Okay? And that pot, that hub, that, that shadow, that shadow demon is passed right over them, okay? You no, know, because see, allow God allowed those allowed that to happen. He allowed it to happen because what do you think that was operating? That was operating in the heavens, in the third heavens, which is our sky. And He allowed that little shadow to hover every over everyone that the every firstborn. All right, because remember at first Pharaoh had put a hit out on every firstborn son to be killed. Now, how was that? That was the last plague in the Bible. That was the actual last plague in the Bible, like it just flipped the script. First, he ordered everybody to be killed. Moses, Moses is over here. And then the very last plague, the tenth plague, was all firstborn calf, even the cattle to die. Don't you think that's kind of ironic? So he had to, so because the Hebrews knew the word, and the Judeans, they, they heard the word. They said, you know what? The redemption of the blood. Let me go give. So they had to cut a lamb. Everybody knew about it. Cut the lamb and put it on the door. Okay? Now, think about it. There is a group, and I don't know if y'all remember this group. Remember the group called Yahweh Ben Yahweh? Everybody y'all remember Yahweh? Mm-hmm. All right. There was a group down in, in um, I don't know, Dade County, Broward County. It was, it was a group, a cult named Yahweh, and the guy named Ben Yahweh. And the only way that he was, only way that he would not knock on your door or his, his followers would not knock on your door, people would place, like, this little gold film around the door. Like, like you know, literally, like, it represents, it was something, it, it was just something crazy. It was like a little gold deck color. And they placed it on the door. When they placed it on the door, they placed blood on the door. It could have been from a chicken. You don't know. It could have been from something. And they will place this little thing on the door. So every time Yahweh or his followers will knock on your door, they see that they, they go by your door. Because what happened is they recognize the blood of the lamb. That was a that was a, a, a signal saying, oh, no, these people, no, I ain't messing with these people. Just, you know, I don't know what kind of blood. It ain't the blood of Jesus. So I ain't going to be nothing. 
I ain't about to knock on the dead. But because, remember, that was through animal sacrificial uh, offering, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And they, and they will put it on the door, and then put it on the door, and then put the blood, the blood just drip, 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 drip. So the people would not go back. Um, this particular, this particular cult, a man was, was teaching false doctrine at one time. Teaching false doctrine. So a lot of people at first they were tuning into it. And then, uh, and then when they found out he was going around killing people, that's when everybody went in fear and they started putting the blood on the door. They were so afraid of them that if they knock on the door, they were like hiding. Go ahead, open the door. I'm going to open that door. I'm going to open the door. So that tells you right there, they're, 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 like I said, once again, the blood is a contact, a form of contact that can go either way. And you notice that people in witchcraft, they do that too. They do that too. They take the, you know, bite on themselves and do crazy stuff like that. So they know that the blood has, the human blood has some type of content, but it's different. Like I said, Jesus' power is, blood is better, is powerful, most powerful than anything because it can kill a witch. It can kill everything, every demon, every witch warlock. It can knock them out. Amen. Through the blood. Amen. And that blood represents deliverance. Amen. He says, it, it, it refers to, Amen. He said that with the forgiveness of sin, it shows redemption. There's more, a more sense. Amen. And so what happened is says that blood ha- also has a connection with, they said, enslavement. Hmm. Enslavement. Because of the redemption of Christ's blood, we are slaves to Christ. Slaves. Not in a bad sense, but they're saying that we're connected. Amen. And I'd rather be a slave of Christ and be connected to be the slave of a devil. Amen. I, I'd rather be, I'll say it again, I'd rather be a slave of Christ than be slave of the devil. Amen. Because with the devil, he do all things, all crazy stuff. And um, and then, you know, he, once he win you over, once he win you over, he can do anything he want to do with you. And because he know you're not going to fight it. But see, when you are with the, the slave of, and, and because just like a Slave master trade their 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 their, their uh what do you call it? the the slaves and they were trading them back and forth and everything. All right, branded. We're branded because we're branded because of his blood. So when you look at oh no, nah, these are believers. I can't mess with them. I can't mess with them. It's something that when when, when the enemy can see, they can see who you are. Through the redemption of Christ, they can see who you are. They don't even have you. Don't even have to open up your mouth. They just look at you like, Mm-mm, I'm not gonna mess with this person. I'm gonna try this person, and I'm not gonna do that because they see it. That's one thing demons can see. They ain't crazy. They can see, and because they know that you were bought with a price, you were bought with a price. Amen. Man, that price, his price, that price was off the racket. It didn't matter if it was $5 million, he still brought us. He, he brought the price. He brought us as a price. We are, amen, a product of him. Amen, because he brought the price, amen, so we can live. He brought the price so we can, amen, can, can do what God called us to do. He brought that price, amen, and, and adopted us into the royal family. We are adopted into the royal family. Amen. Adopted through the redemption. Amen. Now, for those who have never been redeemed, they're part of their.
Amen. So I'm going to introduce them to the kingdom. So when we are brought with an option of price, amen, to Christ Jesus, amen, we're brought with a price, amen. He's bared our sins to the cross. He bared our burdens to the cross. All our trials, all our issues, even though we're in the midst of we like, oh, I don't know how we're going to handle it because I, I was experiencing that for the last couple of days. Then I'm like, Lord, I'm going to handle this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And stuff. So I had to kind of like, okay, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Amen. But it, it, it tells you that the blood has so much content and a connection. Without the blood of Christ, amen, we wouldn't be able to stand, amen. We would not be able to stand. So we, we, we have to understand, amen, why we're in the midst of this. Why are we understanding? Why are we experiencing this? Amen. Because you know why? Jesus prayed it all. Amen. What's the next scripture? All right, Acts, everybody turn to book of Acts, chapter 4 and 14. Acts, amen, on tonight. Amen, hold on. Look at Acts, chapter 4, verse 14. So when everybody have it, amen. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in ERR Prophetic Ship on tonight. Amen. God bless you. Amen. On tonight. Amen. Chapter you said Acts 4. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, Bishop, can you read verse 14 for me? And behold, a man which was healed standing with them. They could say nothing. They couldn't say, they could say nothing against it. My God, you hear that? He said, and behold, the man which is healed, stand with him. They could not stand against it. So think about it. All right, this was during the time when when, when Peter, amen, uh, was going to the council. He was speaking to the council and everything. And this because of a man, of a man being healed. And when the man got delivered, amen, see, a lot of people was calling Christ like he was a false prophet, first of all. They was complaining that, oh, uh, Jesus is a warlock. He's a warlock. He's this. All these miracles, all these things that happen. He's feeding 5,000 people, amen, with five bread, you know, and the loaves. I don't understand that. That's witchcraft. You know, this is the, I'm telling you, this is what the Pharisees were saying. This is, this is, man, this is unbelievable. I don't believe this stuff. So when they, when a man was standing next to him and being, um, was already here, all he had to do was talk. Hey, he said, be made whole, and because the man believed it and faith, amen, he was whole, he was made whole, and see, the Pharisees, his own kind, his own kind, meaning these people are supposed to have a relationship with God, these people are supposed to have a relationship with God, but then yet, in the midst of this, amen, having a relationship with God, they don't show this, they don't show Mm. He was jealous. He was jealous. And then, so in the midst of that, and, and he said, well, you know what? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, what about what about the man, amen, the man that, that time when he was having service, he was on uh, Sabbath day, and, and, and they were in the temple and everything. They were in the temple, and this man came by and said, look, I'm not feeling good. My hand is crippled and everything, and, and I need Jesus to pray for me. And, and Jesus went out there in the midst of it and prayed for him, and the Pharisees like, well, why are you praying for this man? He all crippled in this. This is the Sabbath day. We're not supposed to do nothing but be in the temple all day. 
It's the same as him. I'm not going to spend my time in the temple. It's more, it's more work healing and deliverance outside this building more than inside the building. He says, so if a man wants to get healed, amen, and he believes he can be healed, he said, I'm going to heal his hand, whether you like it or not. And once again, the Pharisees had a problem with him. So that tells you right there, the Pharisees already had a hit on him. That was like, that's almost like they they set up a hitman for Jesus. Amen, a hitman. So, so they figure over, we kill him and, and everything, and he crucified, and, 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 and the blood, he gone. No, they don't mess up. Because when he died, physically, he transfigurated, meaning he shifted into another type of body. He became stronger. Okay? His, his blood, amen, had a transport. Amen. Let me tell you, I think that's why it's something, there's something specific about this Passover. There's something specific about this Passover. All these things are happening prior up to Passover. To the point that I think that Donald Trump was saying something about Easter. Um, he said after Easter, at first one time, he was going to um, change. Right. right. He was going to take it off. Right. Right. He was going to change uh, and, and release, you know, take off the, the coronavirus restrictions, you know, after Easter, right? Right? And, and, and now because the surface even more, it, it, it's gotten worse. So now, amen, you have all these people down the coronavirus, infected with coronavirus. We got people that, we got one in Miami that died of coronavirus. There's many other people that we don't even know about. There's a kind of a coworker just told me that her cousin died of coronavirus. Okay? All right, so that's hitting home. So this is all this is happening during the plague. The ten plagues of the Bible. All right, y'all get a chance to read that. Read it. Let me tell you, it's kind of deep, guys. Y'all read it. Read it at um, at your leisure. About talking about the ten plagues in the Bible. Amen. And it was deep. Amen. And um, I'm telling you, and and he allowed these things because obviously we weren't taking heed to him or uh, something that he was trying to do to grab our attention. And maybe this is this is actually what he had to do to grab our attention to see if we're going to react more or if we're going to band together or we're going to stand together as a team or are we going to fight as a unit? You know, what are we going to do? Are we going to be focused on what Trump is doing, focused on the mistakes that he's doing or whatever? He said, no, God put him in position for a reason. Whether we like it or not, he put him in there, even though we don't may like some of his little ways, but God put allowed him to put him in a position to see where the men and women of God, the believers, put it that way, the believers, how are we going to handle it? How are we going to take this thing? Amen. But instead, we know for a fact that he paid it all. He paid it all. So he already prepared us before it was getting ready to happen. All these things are not just happening. They're happening actually repeatedly. If we go back to, if we go directly from Isaiah all the way from Isaiah, all the way from Isaiah all the way to the book of Revelation, it tells you everything what, what's taking place. All right? Because Isaiah was one of the ones that really, uh, and, and also Jeremiah, the two, the two major prophets was Isaiah and Jeremiah was the ones that was telling all this stuff was transpiring already before even it hit the forefront. Amen? All right, um, um, does anybody have anything you could, any, any comments on any of you? Y'all want to kind of impart or put something into it? You, you're, you're more than welcome. I'll open it up for, for a moment. Amen. And we'll go, we'll go further. Amen.
I'm up on the floor. Anyone that wants to impart? Yeah. Uh, I would like to take, um, share a little. Uh, you know, we as people, you know, we just got to be encouraged. You know, uh, you know, we're going to experience some things. We've been through some things and uh, even in the past and even now, you know, but we just got to keep our faith and, you know, stay grounded and, you know, uh, continue to stand on God, you know, because when we, when we do, you know, we'll be effective if we are able to do that together and, and you know, just be, be positive and, and be joyful together, not separate, but together and, and, and as one, you know, and as long as we, you know, are joyful and are positive, you know, whatever may arrive or come, come our way, be able to, to stand against it and stand up, you know, together. And then we band together. We just have to stay strong for each other. Pray together. Yes. Yes. We have to pray together. Amen. That's right. Oh my God. Yes. 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 Uh, you know, if we understand that, you know, and we humble ourselves, you know, God got everything in His hands. And if we understand that uh, and are able to constantly, you know, just pray, you know, seek after Him and we pray. Uh, sharing the love of Christ, we, we, can, we can overcome this battle that we are going through right now. We can, we can overcome it, but we gotta we gotta be able to have faith. Mm-hmm. Without without faith, mm-hmm. and our Father who knows all and, and can do anything, mm-hmm. we we can we'll be we'll be successful and effective. We can do anything. Yeah. anything. And we just gotta have faith, you know. And we can't be. Prayerful in these times, you know, in, in the time that we're dealing with, you know, about the numbers of people, uh, uh, many cases all over the world, mm-hmm. and, uh, how many people with this sickness, that sickness, and uh, people dying off. We can't be in fear, you know. You know, these yeah. things are going to. Happen. We just gotta have faith, and as long as we have faith and can band together mm-hmm. and just understand that God is working and that He's moving, and, mm-hmm. and He's working, He's gonna work everything out, but He. Himself, he needs us as his children to, to have faith and, and, and to believe. You know, uh, trial times, he said, we're going to experience some things in our life. Jesus experienced it all and went through some things. You know, but as long as we are able to have faith, we don't, we're going to overcome. Amen. 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 All right, Bishop, do you have anything you would like to add to that? We're okay. overcoming through the blood of Jesus and by the word of our testimony. That's right. Amen. Yes, we are. Amen. The next, uh, what's the next scripture? Next uh, scripture is uh, John 3. All right. Let's turn to our favorite one, John 3.16, guys. John 3.16. My God, John 3.16, he paid all. He didn't have to. 
He didn't have to go to the cross for us. He, had, he didn't have to. He could have said, man, y'all, I got to go to the cross for these people. I don't know these people. He didn't do that. But he did it because he did it because that was a mandate on his life. Amen. That was a mandate on his life. Amen. Amen. If everybody got uh, 316, amen. Once you get 316, amen. Turn to. Amen. Three sixteen. Amen. Papa Holloman read three sixteen for us. Amen. Amen. Amen on tonight. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. He gave his only begotten son, whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Oh, amen. <laughs> amen, they are. <laughs> <laughs> amen. 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 It's the love of God. Amen. The love yeah. of God. This is the the body. This is what actually this is a, a actual true example of what true love is all about. Amen. Because yes, that is man, love. his child to die like that for the sins of the world. Okay? But because yeah. of the agape love that he has and because the the the, the, the not erotic love, but this is agape love that he had for the world. In the midst of them knowing that he had to give his son because it was a sacrificial lamb. And the only way that this could be completed was had to be a lamb that was pure. If it was someone that was corrupted, imagine that. If someone was, it, or he had another son and, and, and says, you know, God had another mm-hmm. son. And I don't want to put Jesus there because, you know, that's my baby right there. Well, I, 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 I do hate Luther or whatever his name that was I'll let him go to the cross like that, and, and, and you know. And what if that was the case? If if if, if that was cruel, he was corrupted. So that means the sins of the world would have never been forgiven because the man, because first of all, the one that went to the cross is not was not pure. All right, and, and yeah. he would have been not able to take the sins of the world. He was not able to take. Um, if you if you if, if you can just close your eyes for a moment, imagine. Okay, Christ is on the cross. And in the midst of the cross, every spirit that these people that were on the ground, I, I'm, I'm picturing this right now, every spirit that was on the ground, and as he was dying on the cross, amen, those spirits were going right into him. The pain was going into him. If the diseases was going into him, you can imagine crying. He was screaming in the midst of that. The, 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 the diseases that were going into him, the hatred that was going into him, people that were murdered Imagine that was going into him. All these spirits were pouring into him while he was at the cross. Amen, amen, amen. Change. Help me, Holy Ghost. The continent changed. Imagine that, guys. Imagine that. The continent of Christ began to change. Why? Because the purity that was there is no longer there no more because he had the spirit to the cross. And he embarrassed the cross. Amen. So imagine, he started to feel the cry, started to feel the pain. 
I, 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 this was an example of what true love is all about. When you are losing a loved one, that, that pain that you was connected to that person, and then the tears come from you, the hurt that comes from you, the anger that comes from you. Why do you think that in the midst that then when he finally gave up the ghost, the, 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 the sky began to crack? It's because he was in anger. He was in anguish. He was in pain. He was grieving for his son. And that demonstrated what was going on in the midst of Calvary. And all because Amen. he shed blood, all because, and in the love of Christ, and in the love of love of your son. And when it says only begotten son, only begotten son, that lets you know that God the Father had a unique relationship with his son. He had a different relationship. It was not like a normal or average ordinary relationship, but it was a unique. The word begotten means only. Amen. Begotten means that he didn't have a choice. Amen. He didn't have a choice. He, didn't, you know, he could have said, "Well, if I had a choice, I had another son." You know, oh, matter of fact, uh, uh, his his birth brother. His birth was his birth brother name. He had a birth brother named Andrew. He had a birth brother named Andrew. Check this out. Why he didn't use him? But that's not what it was because remember he came the way that he was birthed into the world. My God, he was birthed into the world not by conception, but he was birthed because the Holy Spirit immediately activated and planted into Mary. There was no empty involved. There was no orgies involved. There was no monomaniacs involved. There was nothing involved, but the Holy Spirit implanted. My God. Man, man, man. He denied to make love to marriage. The Holy Spirit spoke to him. It says the angel of the Lord even approached Joseph at the time and told him what was getting his dick. Well, he said, you going crazy? You don't want your head? Are you going your head? Mary, like, oh, my God, are you serious? What am I calling pregnant? Are you serious? So the way that he was born was, uh, uh, it was, it was, it was, oh my God, the way that it was, it, it, they say it was mystical. Amen. Because guess what? The science, the science people, the science can't explain it. Nobody can explain it. No one, no one. They can't prove it. No, they can't. They can't find because they don't know. Well, how is that possible if there was no conception? How was that it's not possible? Amen. But God. So imagine that. Amen. He gave his only begotten son. Amen. This relationship that he had with his son. He said, For God so loved the world. My God. The world so much because see the thing is, if Christ did not die, we would not have let's think about with Noah. Remember Noah Noah in the ark. Noah in the ark. Remember that there was a, a, a covenant. And he said that this time, when that when that rainbow came, he said that this time when I destroy the world, it's gonna be through fire. Yeah. Through fire. You notice we get tired and we get closer to the sun. If you notice that, you notice the temperatures now are hotter than normal. Amen. Because we're gravitating closer to the sun. Amen. And also talks about when it talks about fire, they also talk about the dark. 
the dark meaning this coronavirus. This coronavirus is like, hmm, it's fixing up like this place and throwing that place and this person getting infected, that person. Nobody can really explain it. And then we know that it's airborne. And then airborne, I believe you got to be airborne. It can't be how you can sit next to a person that's a carrier and you don't even catch it. So, but if it's airborne, that means that it was put in the air. That lets me know that it's chemically induced. Okay? And the government yeah. knew about this all along. You understand? All along. So all this is happening. Amen. He Amen. Said, he said, God so loved the world, my God, that he gave his only begotten son. And who shall ever what believe in him? Shall have everlasting life. So even if you need to know. We believe in him. He said, oh, my God. And then he also said, with a John, read um, John, um, uh, the third, the third verse. If you can read the third verse for me, prophet. Third chapter, third verse. Read that one right there. After I said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, mm-hmm. Except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. My God from heaven. He said, Except, oh, my God. Except, except the man be born again. So the only way that he's going to be born again is through the remission of his blood. The only way that he's going to be born again is through reconciliation. The only way that he's going to be born again, man, if we, we we just die to the flesh daily. The only way that we're going to be born again is through the blood of Christ. My God from heaven. My God from heaven. Amen. You have another question? All right. At 53, Isaiah 53 and 5. Isaiah 53 and 5. We got like two more scriptures and we should be, should be done on tonight. Amen. Amen. Can everybody hear me? Yes, I'm hearing you. All right, awesome, 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 awesome. Our peace was upon him, and with his Christ we are healed. My God, he said we are wounded. We wounded. So that tells you right there that just he had to go to the cross for that reason. God, he had to go to the cross for that reason. That he was wounded for our transgression. So he knew that we was going to have a, a, we was going to fall on the wayside. He knew there was going to be some errors. He knew things were coming. Amen. But he was able to be, matter of fact, he knew that we was going to be despised. He knew that we was going to be rejected by men. He knew these things. He knew that we was going to even experience grief. Amen. He knew these things. He knew these things. Amen. And because he knew these things, he knew all this stuff. That's why he said, you know, imagine him. Uh, uh, remember the, the 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 day the day before his death, you notice he went into he went into uh, Gethsemane. 
He went in to pray, and he, he said, you know, I'm going to go pray about I want to pray, amen, but y'all, some of y'all going to have to stand up, so, you know, keep, you know, stay awake, amen. Y'all going to have to stay awake, amen, because I might fall asleep. So if I go to sleep, then yeah, one of y'all got to get up and pray, amen, because this, this is something that I had to take that I really was not ready. I'm not ready, but in my mind, I knew, I know that this my, is my assignment, but at the same time, I'm going to God because I want to at least have some comfort. So he had to have some comfort, amen, in the midst of this, amen. He had to have some comfort, amen. He had to, had to go to God for some comfort in order to find out. Hold on, let me see something. Oh, okay. He had to have comfort. So he had to go to go to him. And so so here it is. He said he was wounded. We was wounded. We were rejected. We was kicked to the curb. He didn't say everybody was going to let us. Hmm. He didn't say nobody, everybody's not going to accept our ministry. He, he said that. Nobody, not everybody going to accept who you are because you're a product of me. You, everybody's not going to accept you. Amen. He said iniquity. Amen. At the cross for all the stuff that we're going through right now. So that means it's not as bad as we think. And I'm like, ooh, I had to myself on that one, y'all. He knew that 
my brother was going to be taken. He knew that. So I could have been in a little basket case. I think a whole bunch of us could have been in a basket case, but um, I'm still coming to terms with it. Every now and then I go into my little style and I come out. But he let me know that he's born. Where I'm born. I'm taking your tears and I'm taking to the cross. I'm like, whoa. And, I, and after that, I kind of got some type. I got comfort, and then it happened again, like a couple of nights ago. Then it did it again, and I say, Father, give me some type of comfort. And that let me know that the Holy Spirit is doing the comfort. You have people that love you, that by by you, right by your side, and then I, you know, the Holy Spirit was there to kind of comfort me because I'm like a like a basket case, Amen. Especially when it comes to people that I love, I'm, I'm like a straight basket case. So. Um, and, and, and this is what, this is part of, and it's a chastisement. Chastisement. Yeah. Amen. He didn't have to, he didn't have to, they, they whipped him all night long and didn't, he didn't even say anything. I think that I would have said, I didn't murder him. Help me. You know, something like that. God, let him kill me. You know, he didn't do none of that. Yeah. He was not allowed to discharge her. Jesus, I, 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 I don't think I was yeah. going to say He was afflicted with all that pain. Yes, he endured. He yes. endured for us. Yeah. And, and, and the scripture says, he that endureth to the end, he said, shall be saved, means shall be rescued. So through his redemption, guys, we have been rescued. Oh, my God. We have been rescued. We've been rescued. Sure. Uh, we have one more. I think it's um, Romans 5. I think it's 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 Romans 5. All right, we're going back to the last, the last scripture for tonight is Romans. Go to Romans. I think it's Romans 5. Is that the one we already did already? Not bad. Okay. Do um Romans five and do eight and nine. Romans. Everybody turn to Book of Romans, chapter uh Romans chapter five, verse eight and nine. We're gonna prophet prophet read read all eight and nine. And that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. My God. No. Yes, so look at. Okay, verse nine. Mm-hmm. Much more than since we have. Now, then right there, by his blood, mm-hmm. we will be saved to his what is from his wrath. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. So he said God commanded his love towards us. God commanded his love towards us while we were sinners. So even though that, that we are running away from God, the ones that don't want to come to him and want sometimes we, we we say we love God but then you know we be feeling some we feel some type of way and then it's like oh you know I'm having you know just like how God had mixed feelings imagine Christ having mixed feelings on the cross he did have mixed feelings on the cross 
Because remember, you have to understand that Christ had a humanistic side of him. It wasn't just that he was spiritual and not that he he, he is the son of man. He also had a humanistic side of him. All right? He had a humanistic side. Amen. And that humanistic side, amen, the humanistic side is what caused him to have these mixed feelings at the cross. You know, he was having mixed feelings at the cross. And people like, well, how? Christ, and you know, you know that, that old song, uh, uh, what is it? Never said a mumbling word, right? Never said a mumbling word, right? You never said a mumbling word, oh, right? That, you know, I ain't see, um, he died on the cross, amen? And when he died, they used to sing that song, like it was an old spiritual. And people used to sing that during the time when we used to do communion. I remember the little girl. I never forget that. And I'm like, well, he never said a mumbling word. Here it is. I'm nine, nine years old. And I'm like, what is this? You know, never said a moment in word. But then when I actually got in the room, I'm like, whoa. I said, hold on. Let me read this. Let me read this Bible again. As I got older, I began to understand that Christ had mixed feelings at the cross. Because why would he say, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He said that. So that signifies and let us know that Christ was having mixed feelings at the cross. He was feeling some crap away, guys. He was feeling that pain and that was kicking his butt, kicking his tail. Ooh! He was getting a butt whooping from everywhere. It was a whiplash. I don't know what kind of whiplash that was, but let me tell you, it was very strong. So he was feeling that crap away. Hi, that pain, like I said, he was making all those spirits, imagine all those spirits coming from everybody, coming in at one time like a, like a knife. Yeah, yeah, like Independence Day. You see what the color of the Exactly. He felt the pain of the world. Amen. He felt the pain of the world. And he said, for more, much more. Being now justified by his blood, we are saved. Now, did you tell you right there? If he did not die from the cross, we would not be saved right now. We wouldn't even get a chance. He was, we would not even have the dispensation of grace right now, guys, because if he did not shed his blood, justified, like in the court, like he justified, you got to justify something. He, look, God is a God is a judge. He said, I had to use my own son's blood to justify y'all because of the fact of y'all was just cutting up and not doing what he had asked y'all to do. So I had to give my only forgotten son. God knows I didn't want to do it, but I had to do it in order for this, for this fulfillment to take place. I was justified by the blood that you shall be saved from the wrath. So that makes you right now because the wrath right now of God is so strong right now. This plague going across with the coronavirus is God's wrath. But even in the midst of this wrath, because those who are saved through the blood, if we were to die right now, we'll know we're going home. Through the remission of the blood. In the midst of the trials and tribulations, tribulations here that we're experiencing, there are some who are going to be believers that's going to be left behind. In the midst of the tribulation period, everybody. And then the rest of them, you know, 
that's when the miracles really start hitting time. Amen. So if it was not for his, it's a justified by faith. So justify the fact that the faith that you believe, amen, that he is, amen. If anybody on here are listening, even out to the podcast, if y'all don't, if you cannot, if you don't know Christ as your personal savior, amen, I want y'all to contact us. And I know to a lot of people are on personal, but the ones that are not in it that place this thing back, amen, if you don't know Christ as your personal savior, amen, feel free to contact us at 636 Zero three four four, and we will walk you through the sinner's prayer. Amen. We'll walk you through the sinner's prayer. We will pray with you. We have enough people, body of Christ as a whole, all of us as a whole, to begin to to intercede and to pray on your behalf. Amen. So we um we thank God on tonight. Amen. For for this, we just thank God for for everybody improvising and turning in. Amen. Amen. And to the end, that Jesus paid all. Amen. Amen. And um, remember that 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 I want that song through it all, through it all. I learned to trust in Jesus. I learned to trust in Him. Remember that song. And through it all. Through it all. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 We know that. So through it all, amen, we have to trust him. And through it all, by the shedding of his blood, through it all, through the remission of his sins, through all, the aches and pain, through it all, the, the being rejected and talked about, through it all, amen, we still trust him. Oh, my God, we still trust him. And thank God for the remission of his blood, amen, that we are still standing. My God. Amen. So we thank God, everybody, for tuning in on tonight. Amen. Tune in tonight to ELR. It's just Amen on tonight podcast. Feel free to contact our podcast team. Amen. And tune in. Amen. Every single night that we have. Amen. Matter of fact, I'm gonna ask you before we get ready to close out. Amen on tonight. Amen. I'm gonna give you the podcast schedule. Amen. Everybody wanna tune in to it. Amen. This is our 2020-2021, amen, podcast schedule. Amen. Tuesday night, amen, Prophet J.L. Holman at 9 p.m. That's in God's Word, amen, tuning on every Tuesday night. Wednesday night is Apostolic Alignment, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thursday night, amen, is a Master of Prayer, amen, the Stopper that's in the lane, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And Sunday, Sunday morning, amen, we're working on it and uh, making some schedule changes, but we're working on the Sunday morning manner and also the Sunday night explosion, amen. We have other stuff that comes in between, but y'all, we will let y'all know in advance, amen. And for that inf- information, give us a call at 636-422-0344, amen. That is our podcast line that you can connect with, amen, connect with us, amen. And uh, y'all know the podcast number in there. Y'all pretty much know that. Amen. So be able to talk in. Amen. On tonight. Amen. Bishop God, God bless you on tonight. Amen. Dion, bless you on tonight. Amen. Everybody, some numbers I don't recognize, but God bless you all. <laughs> bless you all on God tonight. Thank you. Thank you for the blessing. Thank you for your blessing. Amen. Thank you, Amen. Thank you. Amen. Now, and we have um, Bishop. You, you still there? 
All right, go on and pray us out, sir. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the service on tonight. Thank you for all those who was on the line tonight. Lord, we ask you, come high in the sea. Let your purpose will be done in our life. Lift up your people, God. Encourage them in the name of Jesus. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.